to another episode of Ask the Video Game Millionaires. The only video game millionaires you should ask. I've heard that somewhere before. I'm not quite sure where that came from. I am Wiggly. I will be forming the head harness today, as always. On the Skype pipe is Kyle Von Kubik. He will be forming the left crooked toe. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't you have one of those toes that goes over the other toes? Are you trying to say guinea toe without saying the word guinea? Is that what it's called? I think it is called guinea toe. Um, Meaning a guinea pig. People get upset about everything now, John. Do they not like those little hamster things? That's what I mean. (laughs) That's what I thought it meant. Hamsters often have crossed toes. I call it a nana toe because my nana, she was keeping her toes crossed because she liked to lie. Oh, really? Yeah. And our Galway video game millionaire... Oh, burp, by the way. Wow. Forming the transforming penile, John E. Capcom. How's it going? Yes. We are, of course, video game millionaires. We have made millions. And we're inside a giant robot suit, too. Yeah, we're inside the robot, fully formed. We've made millions. Millions of uh, what we never mention. However... Uh, Sorry, Han. I have to get cocky in this instance. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's supposed to end with, I'll form the head, too. I form the head harness first. That's always the way, yeah. And it just flops to the ground, and the rest gets built up around it. Yeah, you know, we start laying down, and then uh, that's the way it goes. Our robot has the droopy head syndrome of the Ibo. (laughs) We do. And we only form our super millionaire giant robo Mm -hmm. in the last five seconds of the program where we destroy our enemies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how we wrap it up. It's like when Trapdoor fought the robots. No, we fought them before they arrived. Before the show started. Yeah, it was very, it's very upsetting to me. I don't want to think about that. In this program here, you send in your questions to at We Talk Games, either in a private message or a public message or a pubic message, and we will answer them online with the correct answer because we are the video game millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. And all other millionaires can kiss our ass, and you might think it's butter, but it's not. It's chiffon. Oh. Yeah. Go! Who's our first question for? From uh, first, first question comes in from Alex Williams. Big shot okay, there. who's this guy? At just ouch. Okay. A E W C H. Oh, like one of those kids. Does it have a Z at the end? Why not? Throw Why a Z back there. See what pops up. Start with an X. He wants to know if we have any opinions on the let's play genre. Arguably, in the same position. Game podcasts were slash are in with a lot of popping up. That's what he wrote. Arguably, comma, in same position game podcasts were are in, comma, with a lot popping up. Oh, he's saying that the market's flooded on YouTube with Let's Play Genre. Uh, oh, I, see. I thought he just dropped acid at the end of that. 
I thought his it, Skype I, you know had what? a stroke. I'm going to give it a uh, 60-40 on that one. I think 40% was me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, maybe I, my brain was melting. Okay, well, first of all, this is a stupid question. Secondly, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, not only because the diction is kind of insane, but because I don't know what about Let's Play. What, what does he mean? Is this, is this a one-button wee-wee action game? What, what is he talking about, Let's Play? Well, Grandpa, let me clue you in on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Let's Play videos where people will uh, either just uh, capture video of them playing a game or they will capture a video of them playing a game and then talk over it and give a review. Uh, this became very popular with, uh, you know, the different personalities on YouTube out there who would do these reviews. Mm. Uh, some of these Let's Play videos are pretty janky and some of them are done very well. And some and of them I think know. are just the, the cameras on the broads boobies. Is that what I'm going to understand? <laughs> I think yeah, I understand this. Right. You see that. the game. No, no, I think there's some where you just see the girl playing it. Well, she's usually in the lower left in a separate box. The ones I've watched, it's just the girl and her reaction to two girls, one cup, the game. Oh, no, that's porn you're watching. Oh, yeah. You're watching porn. Uh, you say oh, tomato, I say tomato. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's a dumb thing to do. Let's play. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares what people think about a game and play through a game? Just fucking, fucking play Nintendo, it. Nintendo, evidently, when they were going after people for playing old Nintendo games. Oh, I see. Yeah, they started uh, bringing down the legal hammer on people playing Super Mario Brothers, which I don't oh, really what? understand because doesn't that propagate the fucking franchise? Yeah, even if they shit on it, it's good. Right. It gets people talking about yeah. their games. I, I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a bad move on their part. And they're selling through the virtual console. What the fuck? Mm, I know. Well, I, I don't understand. They're saying it's an infringement on their uh, intellectual property. Yeah, they could suck a dick. Suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> also, number two, you know, Nintendo's the ones that shit on the virtual boy. Mm -hmm. And now everybody wants Virtual Boy for their Oculus Rift and their Oculus Drift and everything else. And I never shit on my Virtual Boy because, first of all, that would be pretty stinky. You know what I mean? It would be hard that to do hit. as well. It's, a, it's not a flat system. You'd have to somehow aim. It would definitely roll off of it. I and think. who's going to clean that up? Yeah. it's <laughs> a good uh, question. I mean, unless you do it out in the woods, but that's a lot of effort to poop on a gaming system. One of my biggest regrets with video games in the history of you know having them owning them selling them off was owning the virtual boy for essentially two hours <laughs> i uh, i picked it up when it was severely discounted i believe mm -hmm. i picked it up for about 40 or 50 dollars yeah. like a kb toys sure and i brought it home and i was like pre-teen early teens and my parents convinced me that i had wasted my money because the system was a failure and that's why it was discounted and yeah. i should return it and I did. And you and know, I got my money back. Oh, uh, and you know, everyone, cra everyone, everyone, because I worked in a game store at the time, everyone yeah. hated that system and made fun of it. And I was like, I, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you. This I loved it. I played it at one of those, you know, the kiosks that they set up in the different toy stores. Yeah. And I played it and it blew my mind and I wanted it. And then I think a year rolled by, and that's when it was discounted so severely. And I was like, this is my opportunity. I'm going to get this, and I'm going to get all the games for it. I bought the base system. I thought it came with Mario's Tennis, I think. It was yeah. the pack-in. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, I didn't even fucking plug it in. Oh. I had it in my house. They talked me out of it. I brought it back. I got my money. I just, that is like my biggest regret ever yeah. in, uh, in regard, regards to video games. Bit of a question for you, Kyle. 
When you got money back, did your dad snatch it out of your hand and go buy your mom a tennis bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he listened to the show because he would have cracked up hearing that. <laughs> no, uh, thankfully he did not. I, I I probably blew it on something fucking stupid. Yeah. Pogs, can... they're going to last. <laughs> Pogs, that's where the future is. Enjoy yourself paying $135 per game without the yeah, box and no. instructions on eBay. Fuck that noise. I'll just make my way to Pennsylvania and play yours. There you go. With with one eye closed. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting it fixed. I contacted uh, the fella. And if you want to hear about that, I, I reviewed Telero Boxer on the last Pick of the Buck. Pick of the yeah, Buck happens. No, you didn't. It was... Uh, Gorbachev or whatever name that guy is. Oh, fuck. Frank Hemling. Pick It a Buck happens last Friday of every month, and uh, it features a different crew than what's on the normal We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. Excellent program. Excellent program. It wasn't bad. No, it was was excellent. I'm surprised there are already past 1,500 episodes of Pick It a Buck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's insane. 1503. Yeah. I'll uh, just say this uh, on the topic of plays. Some of them are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like uh, like just one I watched now I could never get anywhere in Abe's Odyssey but I was able to find like a long let's play of that game that was just like watching a movie you know like mm-hmm. it was like three hours long and I just watched like a perfect run of this game yeah and uh, you know just stuff like that where like uh, on top of that when we would talk about uh, games on the Arcade Weekly like if I'm playing a bullet hell game I'll watch a let's play to actually take in the backgrounds and stuff like because you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to focus on that like when you're playing a bullet hell game sure but um some of it's great some of it I prefer a silent let's play I'll be honest with you sometimes the chatter unless I like the person or unless they're a fucking train wreck it's not <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I can't take just like a sarky guy going yeah I'm going to win here now and kill all these guys <laughs> I don't know maybe I'll get to the last level I want to hear someone open their soul uh, you know, in the wrong way, or just just the game audio. Like, there's one guy, and I won't name the name, but for a while there, a friend of mine uh, got heavy into this person who would play, like, retro arcade games and just spend the whole time talking about his love he has for Cat Dennings. Uh, <laughs> it was compulsive viewing. I'll say this, right? You haven't lived till you've seen a man try to avoid talking about Cat Dennings tits. You know, because let's face it, let's just put it out there, okay? She's got a cracking pair, okay? And he's there going, oh, I love her. I lo- There's so many things I love about her. Yeah, just be a lech like why, the rest of us. Why won't you share his name with us? Well, he's got trolled and stuff. Uh-huh. And I can't remember. <laughs> Billy, Billy something? Superstar Billy Graham. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah. Billy, Billy Popsicle or something like that. Okay. I'll get com- Search Billy Popsicle, Cat Dennings, and you probably find them. Okay. I think Robo Duke, uh, who is uh, special to the show, he does some really great reviews when he yes. when he gets to do them because he has a perfect balance between doing well at a game and completely not understanding a game and, and uh, <laughs> sharing his replays uh, with us at times right? Um, and his frustrations. Uh, yeah, I do the same thing John does. Uh, I use Let's Play videos, uh, long play videos, for yeah, research I, for the show. Because, uh, you know, a lot of times, like a game like uh, Free Kick, 
I'm not going to go through the game and try to struggle to find out how many screens there are. Mm. Uh, I can go watch a, you know, a hacked video and see, okay, yeah, there are 99 screens of this fucking game. I can't get past three. That's a very useful tool for what we do. I would never use that for just the review of a game. Obviously, I want to play the game so I can feel the controls and take it in for myself. But the Let's Play is great for, like uh, John explained, with games that maybe are a little challenging or, or too fast fast pace to really take in everything mm-hmm. when you're trying to you know mitigate hazards or not get shot up as far as an opinion's concerned that they have just as much place as the millions of video game podcasts out there too it's the cream rises to the top you know yeah i i will watch bracketed long plays i love those i download those and just keep them on my media server because i've mentioned it a lot in the past that i have a stack of vhs tapes with Beating Genesis games, last levels of uh, Pocky and Rocky, last yeah. levels of uh, my Turbo Graphic games, high scores and Devil's Crash, Revenge of Shinobi. I love that game so much that uh, you know I have the full full version of Vigi Googie's Tactical Gladiator. I have that, so I never had to play that again. So yeah, I have tons of tapes. They would not be able to be uploaded as as long plays or any other type of play because. It features all of our losses, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but definitely I would record the last level of every game. I know I, East is a perfect example because it takes a long time to get to the end of those. And uh, you can do save points so you could go right to the last level, which is nice. Those boss battles on East, the, la- the final bosses are just gorgeous. So, so are long plays considered let's plays? I just want to point out something, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the greatest TV shows in the world, as far as I'm concerned, is Game Center CX, mm-hmm. and that is pretty much a Let's Play show. Yeah. If anybody wants to see that show, I believe if you go to GameCX.com, they've got every episode fan-subbed and ready for streaming, and I would recommend jumping in on that show. I absolutely love it. I can't recommend that enough. Okay. So, is that our Let's Play answer? Yeah, I guess it was just the, what's our opinions? And I think we uh, we gave the opinions, and of course they're correct. Next! This one in from at Just Ouch, okay. also known as Alex Williams, hmm. uh, IRL. Do achievements slash trophies have a higher meaning, or are they simply Skinner Box Addiction Mechanisms? What's this guy's name? Uh, Alex Williams. Okay, well, first of all, this is a dumb question. At first, trophies and achievements really meant something because I don't play any console games anymore. And because I do play my Nintendo 3DS now because I just got it and I've been loving the shit out of that. I don't know how to add friends to the Nintendo 3DS. I guess you have to go through some type of cipher and hire, a, you know, an independent detective to uh, try to find out how you add friends to this. And Nintendo and Internet. <laughs> they do not go together like high sea and turkey. <laughs> but I, I don't think achievements are as important anymore as they were. Right. But I still think the competitive games, and the first thing that pops to mind are the, are the pinball titles, where you try to beat your friends in pinball high scores. I think that is important. But I don't think having the highest uh, achievements and highest trophies really means shit anymore. Because some people play their games a lot less than they used to. And some people stick with one game more that doesn't harvest as many points. So I don't think it's driving people to buy more games. And I don't think it's something 
nothing that people really care about except to see how lazy you are to be sitting in front of your couch making your sofa smell like ass. I think that's more of a gauge on your sofa ass smell than it is on your actual achievements. Yeah, I never gave a plate of piss about achievements or trophies. And I think that that fad has come and gone with the rise of the mobile games as well. Mm -hmm. And they tried implementing that into the iOS games as well. And I, I just don't think, like you said, they mean anything anymore if they ever meant anything to begin with. Uh, I do agree that, you know, with Pinball FX uh, or um, Trials HD, that's more satisfying to me where I can see my friends list, see, you know, what they clocked on this race, what score they achieved on this table. That competitive nature makes more sense to me. And I think that harkens back to the days of the arcade where, mm -hmm. you know, score was everything. Yeah. And I think that works. But but it only works with certain types of games. Uh, I do like when the achievements are little jokes, but it's because they're so throwaway. Uh, you'll see something on the screen will pop up and have like a, a you know snarky little comment about something you just did. I know mm -hmm. with um, Fallout, you'd see that a lot. Where if you were a real scumbag, it would <laughs> it would you know say something on the screen that would allude to you being a giant scumbag in the game, and then you got a little chuckle out of it. But uh, as far as I was concerned, I never cared about any of that. I didn't think it added to the game experience. John. Well, I'll be honest. The first time I got a few achievements, I was like, "Can I cash these in at some point?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know when I found out, I could. At least for some fucking spider rings or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like. Arcade. You know what I mean? I was like, can I cast these in? Nope, I don't care. I feel like we lost a lot of the unlockable stuff because of DLC. Mm -hmm. Where it was like, well, fuck, don't put it in the game. We can charge these assholes for this. Right, right. You know, and that really sucks. I, I liked when, you know, if you played through the game, you could play through it as like uh, a velociraptor. Or you, you got to a different area or you started the game over with all the weapons. That was cool. Uh, once DLC came and took that away, it kind of sucks. So if that is the direction that Nintendo's going... I welcome it. I have to rescind a little bit. I have to just go sideways on it. I do like achievements in a game because you mentioned getting stupid achievements. I do like them in a game in order for me personally to try to get some of those achievements. But I don't care about my score versus other people. Like, for example, in the pinball arcade, you know, the, the one that does the real emulations of the tables, uh -huh. which I don't think is as fun to play, but I think is uh, nice for, for people that have never played them, etc., They'll give you like three types of goals to hit. So they're less achievements as they are goals. I do like to do the completion. I like to get three stars in Flappy Bird or whatever, the fuck, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, shooting birds around, slingshots. I like to get my gold stars in the different things like that. But I could care less about the time I spent playing games. So. Gotcha. I've only ever gone complete where you get all the achievements in a game. And that was uh, Pac Championship Edition DX. Mm hmm. And I'm so disappointed that when I got the final like achievement, it didn't just say Billy Mitchell. <laughs> you know? Instead, it was there going, you are good at Pac-Man. I'm like, yeah, fucking no, motherfucker. <laughs> what does your ass smell like on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> the only full achievement games I've ever played have been Detuned and the other one that's just like playing a movie, all the games that Kyle hates, because those are just so easy. It's like you finish the game and you got all the achievements. But uh, I do like to score perfects or three stars in different games. So yeah, years ago, the big thing with all of us was the Trials HD. 
That was huge yeah. uh, as far That's as trying time. to beat your buddies. And some of these fucking pinball scores are out of this world. Yeah, I fucking gave you, up. <laughs> you wonder. Yeah, there's some you just have to say no. You know? I was like, oh, yeah, well, I own a real <laughs> pinball machine, so fuck you. Yeah, the dog definitely. looked at me. It's like, who are you talking to? Definitely. Were you playing against Roger Sharp? Is that what the scores yeah. were so? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, you know who's really, who's really good on there? And I don't know if uh, Wiggly's had the same experience. Friends of the show, 2 pi R. His scores are yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I, that, so. that's who I shoot for. Yeah. I shoot for 2 pi R. And uh, sometimes I I, uh, I haven't played them in so long. And now the fact that I have it on the 3DS and on the PS to play mine the most because I play that in 3D on the 3D television, which I was delighted to see Marvel and Star Wars come up from Zen on the 3DS. The problem is, is that I think I need to wear a giant magnifying glass because what makes it playable on a large screen TV in 3D does not make it playable on the Nintendo 3DS tiny screen as a 3D pinball machine. Because does it show the whole table or does it pan and scan? It can pan and scan, but I hate playing like that. Yeah. But that's what's great about playing it on a giant screen in 3D on the PlayStation is that you can just put it in full table mode and it plays like a real pinball machine and you can see everything. Right. That's the only problem with the 3DS. It does beautiful 3D, but you can't see shit at the top of the table. Yeah. You know, unless you put it on that scroll, which would just make you motion sick, I think. Yeah, the game wasn't really built for the 3DS. Uh, you know, like uh, Metroid Pinball was a good DS game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was because it was built for the console. So maybe we'll see some better pinball titles in the future for 3DS because I, I, I would like to see that, especially because I think the 3D is actually very good. Oh, man, I, Works for me. we have got to do a breakout bonus level on a 3DS because I think it's the most underrated system right now, not having played any of the other current systems. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the correct answer is that achievements and uh, trophies couldn't give a plate of piss. However, they've moved sideways, I think. I, I'll be okay. honest with you. I remember when I thought I could cash them in. The reason being is I was on my Xbox Live and I was seeing people and they had these little gimmicks for their avatars. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you must be able to buy those gimmicks for your avatar with the G's, you know? And I was like, no, Ralph Lewis just spent cash money on a fucking lightsaber for his avatar. <laughs> Some you would get with a game or with a theme, but you did have to pay cash money. You know, you had to pay and, cash and there, money for it. There's a missed opportunity because... I understand, like, okay, great, we'll get them for money. Mm -hmm. But you could have had advertisers pay, and then you use your G's, and now you're, you know, your little avatar is rocking a Mountain Dew shirt. You don't think people would gobble that shit up? Right. And then they're getting money from the advertiser. They can make more money if they uh, step back from the, well, let's bang them in the wallet constantly. And not only that, if you do get the lightsaber, that means that you're playing Star Wars The Force Unleashed, and now right. other people want to buy Star Wars The Force Unleashed so they can cosplay yeah. like a fucking, you know, nerd. <laughs> Next! All right, this one in from uh, Alex Williams, also known as Just Ouch on Twitter, uh, okay. spelt A-E-W-C-H. Oh, all right. Uh, what are your favorite video game-based Saturday morning or anytime, really, cartoons? What are your favorite video game-based Saturday morning or anytime, really, cartoons? So not video games based on Saturday morning cartoons, but right? There wasn't many. Um, easy, easy. Wrong. There Earthworm are a lot. Jim, man. Which one? Earthworm Jim. Ar Earthworm Jim. 
fucking <sighs> love that cartoon. That was a really good cartoon. I have traced down every video game related movie and series. They are on my media servers for everyone that I could get, including uh, one that John saw, which was a live action version of Ace Attorney. Yeah, Ace Attorney. So, um, really? Yeah, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, which uh, we didn't make it all the way through. <laughs> but it's like three hours long. Oh Christ! But it does follow yeah. the. Uh, you know, John told me it does follow the the theme of the uh, the games. I was playing that game at the time we were watching it, and it was kind of spoiling the end of the game. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna get up and leave now. <laughs> you know? And you can shout, "I object!" at your TV. It won't do anything, but uh, you can <laughs> you do can that. Do that to anything, though. Yeah. Like, you know, there is a great Animal Crossing anime. Very oh, good. Man, I am so ignorant to all this. A lot of these are Japanese, yeah. but uh, you know, some American. I'm going to say Swamp Thing. It's a marble game cartoon. <laughs> no. <laughs> that I just have to bring that up constantly because uh. Michael Moore is rolling in his grave once he dies about that animation. He's a real oh. fucking wizard. You better watch yourself. <laughs> That's I'll right. That's right. Uh, there was a Double Dragon cartoon in the 90s. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It had a sweet intro team, though. <laughs> yes, it did. Fight the might, the right of the dragon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember they, they turned into weird, they just looked like they had bad mullets when they dragoned up, and they'd like <laughs> touch each other's dragon bits, and they turned into <laughs> dragon men. And just like in the game, one of them was evil at the end of the series. Uh, oh, Captain Anne, obviously, was another one. That was my jam that- when I was a kid. Yeah, you go back and look at it, though. The animation is, uh, yeah. It's fucking Like, I remember 10 years ago, um, I was down in, like, an old girlfriend's house, and she called me. She goes, John, come on, man. They're showing Captain N. And I went, wow, okay. And I came in, and then uh, she goes, check it out. It's that guy from Castlevania that you like. And I was so offended by (laughs) this depiction, the Simon Belmont, that I just left the room. (laughs) It was so bad. What's that one I really like for the uh, PlayStation 1? Ark the Lad, there's East. Tons of those Japanese games that we've played and loved, mainly based, uh, tons of them based on the role-playing games and progressing those stories. And, of course, we got the great CG versions of the final. But I see, I'm, I'm more into the movies the Final yeah. Fantasies. I, I know a lot of the movies. I wish I was prepared for this question only because I have so many. I have so um, few. <laughs> <laughs> There's a live uh, action Street Fighter. Yeah, no, but that's not a cartoon. No. Oh, that's right. These are cartoons. He, well, the anime is Street Fighter cartoon. back in the day. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they, Street Fighter 2, the movie, the anime? Uh, sure, of course. Like, that was like legendary because I remember in the... In the playground in my school they were like you gotta see that movie John Lee's nude in it <laughs> right the shower scene yeah we were, I was like what my mind is falling apart watching and it my going, pants oh, are getting tighter <laughs> oh, yeah, we were they... watching that and going it's just a fucking drawing <laughs> yeah. the uh, final fights and uh, art of fighting uh, yeah, see I'm going into the movies again it's hard yeah. to not Let's narrow it down to cartoons that actually came to our respective countries. Well, we definitely have the Dead Space. Those are mini series. They're not weekly not cartoons. Great. They're not great, though. No. Dead Space. No. And it's in 3D, though. That's why I had to get it. But weekly cartoons? Um, thing Ring, Do Your Thing? That's not. 
I'll, you know what? Because I have so few options and I don't want to pose and say that I know of any of the ones you guys are talking about. I'm coming from the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Obviously, Captain N, you had Zelda and you had mm. uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I'm going with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I got a lot of enjoyment as a kid out of that. And I'm talking about the one where it was pretty much based on Mario 1 and Super Mario Brothers 2 US that had Captain Lou Albano. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that, and I, I rediscovered it recently, and again, like when you rediscover any of these things, especially the Zelda cartoon, but that Mario cartoon, <laughs> it is bad. Oh, but yeah. Those, those human, like, uh, interactions that would come in the intro and outro were really goofy and weird, and I stumbled upon one recently where Captain Lou Albano was telling kids not to use drugs because they'll go to hell before they die. <laughs> In like a, in a, actually it was a Pennsylvanian PSA. It was for like, like a, a purgatory or something. And I, it cracked me up and it really just hit a note for me, brought me back to uh, being a little kid watching that show, really enjoying it. I think there was like a, a hey, deep... I'm just saying, right? He should have fucking given that advice to his fucking tag team, the fucking British Bulldogs. <laughs> Instead of keeping it to himself, you know? Every time his M hat fell off, you saw his blade scar tissue. <laughs> There was a a Deke crossover between that show and Inspector Gadget, where a live-action Inspector Gadget came to the uh, plumbing store with Captain Loabano that I remember. So I'm picking that show. Wow. I really dug that show when I was a kid. I was way into it, and I really love Super Mario Brothers 2, so I I dug the weird sort of uh, Egyptian gimmicks that they were doing in that cartoon where they were flying around on a magic carpet and you know going into pyramids and fighting snakes and mauser was my jam so yeah i'm going super mario brothers super show and of course you know my favorite is that acclaim uh show yes we just posted that on twitter recently what's there i think they're called the power, power team yeah the power from team. video power the show <laughs> video power before they became video power magazine Correct. Uh, which stinky bought we merged with them uh, they had the power team. Quirk the tomato and Bigfoot the truck <laughs> fighting crime together. And the most violent game ever made in the arcade to that time, NARC, yes. where you just use rocket launches to blow living people's limbs all over the screen. And a lot of people cite Chiller as being yes. an, a violent game that was banned. And we would drive to the 7-Eleven to play Chiller. We didn't think it was... I mean, it was a medieval torture chamber. That's not being exploitive or anything like that. It's actually what happened in torture chambers. I don't think that's violence. No, I it's think a history that's, lesson. Not, it's not it should be in schools. <laughs> it's not necessarily that, but I mean, it's not a reenactment, not an emulation, but it is part of, of human history. Unlike Narc. <laughs> unlike Narc, where... You know, pushers throw giant heroin needles at you. <laughs> Again, that game should be in schools. It's got a great anti-drug message. It really fit in with Nancy Reagan's, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do drugs. That that whole campaign. Which was perfect there. to show before the WrestleMania and the other wrestling games that came out. <laughs> Where, and then you see all the characters all jacked up. Anti-drug stuff is like a big part of like retro gaming. Like I, I have great nostalgia for the winners don't use drugs. Yep. FBI Director <laughs> William Sessions. You know, it's weird. Even though that was like preachy bullshit or whatever back in the day, it's part of everything for me now. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's I, I, burned I, I, into your mind like it's burned into so many arcade screens from that era. Yeah, I just I think, <laughs> if, if someone gave me a T-shirt with just that on it, I'd be like, yeah, you know. It's like, funny you mention that because I was thinking about that recently. The two T-shirts I'd really like to have are that yeah. uh, and the Nitsi Butsu logo. <laughs> <laughs> Next, okay, this one in from Sean McLaughlin. Oh, Laughlin. Sorry, what's he laughing about? Probably is it. You tell me. I don't know. It's, it's got a mic in front of it, so I'm deferring to you. He asks, "What's your favorite terrible game?" Oh, Fantastic Four for the PlayStation One. You forgot your. <laughs> this is a stupid question. I know this is this is actually a good question. <laughs> you jerk! <laughs> this is a very good question. It is a good question. It's a difficult question, too. No, I came right up with it. Fantastic Four for the PS1. Also, I I love Wall Street. <laughs> all right. I also love all the fighting games for the Jaguar, Kasumi Ninja, and that other one. Way of the Warrior. Uh, no, that came out for the 3DO. Oh, did it? I do like Way of the Warrior, though. The kilt dick flame shot. <laughs> Well, I can tell you pretty easily some of my favorite bad games uh, are all from the same family and are similar to that, like Pit Fighter and Guardians of the Hood. <laughs> Guardians of the Hood, of- yeah. <laughs> you know, are two games I love. Oh my and they're God. fucking terrible. Like, anytime, like, uh, I'm over in Spud's house, uh, Spud from Hit Start now, like, you know, he'll always go, like, what are we going to play? I'm straight away, I'm like, Pit Fighter, let's do it right now. <laughs> Pit Fighter was such a commotion in the arcade when it first came out because, oh my God, they're digitized, you know? But then yeah. you try to play it and you're like, I can't fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping and kicking. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Guardians of the Hood was amazing because it was Pit Fighter graphics and gameplay, but it had that NBA Jam scrolling a size changing mechanic mm-hmm. so you're going to get bigger as he came into the front and there was like a bunch of dudes with dreadlock uh, wigs on because I guess they saw Final Fight and went, let's just make an army of the first boss from Final Fight it's terrible it really is and it, I think I can't be sure and I'm definitely wrong but it seems like the saxophone guy from the Lost Boys is the star of Guardians of the Hood because there's a guy who looks a lot like him yeah, I think you bring him player. up a lot. Why do you bring him up so? You also need to add awesome. if him and John Claude Van Damme from a Breakin teamed up, yeah. that would be the team. My God, holy yeah, Christ! He's their fucking. He's the dan- Kelly, uh, <laughs> He's the dancer for that sax player. That would have been amazing in that onesie. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I keep bringing up uh, Sax Guy from the Lost Boys is just because I still believe, and that's the end of it, you know? <laughs> you have to check out one of Alice Cooper's live bandmates that was a guitar player because he might be even more jacked up than that guy. And I can't remember his name or what year. I think it was in the 90s. I don't know how he could reach anything that's on his body because he would have. <laughs> To get like a special guitar made just to allow his arms to get past his pectoral muscles, you know. I've talked about Ogre Battle in the past for the PlayStation 1. I enjoyed it, but most of my friends thought it was terrible. But more recently, I've played um, Dark Labyrinth. I I discussed it a few Mm -hmm. weeks back. Mm -hmm. 
I can admit that that is a terrible game, but for some reason I still want to play it because I like dungeon crawlers and roguelikes and games that are um, obtuse mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, kind of are uh, unnecessarily challenging. And mm. it, it's unclear whether or not the programmers meant for it to be challenging or they were just lazy. Yeah. I've also discussed in the past that I really love a lot of the Game & Watch games, and I'd go on record saying that most, especially for what they are, are excellent. But one of the worst ones would have to be Pinball, which is a dual-screen Game & Watch game, which is really a shit game. <laughs> I, it was just capitalizing on the popularity of Pinball. And um, if you thought Pinball for the NES was bad, <laughs> this is worse. Because essentially your ball is predetermined etched images right. sure, sure. On, <laughs> on the uh, the screen so there's not many uh you know directions it can go and it of course is going beep beep, beep <laughs> yeah. moving down the screen so it's bad but for some reason i can play that sure for hours yeah i i uh, play the tandy one the tandy's mm-hmm. even worse because you have less sections where the ball goes and it's led LEDs are spaced all over the place. So imagine the Tandy handheld pinball Radio Shack, if you can. Yes. I'll say this. There's another uh, bad game, and I bet the two of you might agree with me on these. Okay? Yeah. The Mad Dog McCree family of games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again, oh. another title people crowded around. Yeah. You know? It was a movie that you shot. Yeah, I know. Was- but hey, you, we went to Barcade together, John, and... Didn't Time Traveler blow your mind a little bit yes. when you saw it? Crowds. Yeah. It was well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you wanted I mean, to play it. You knew well, it was look, bad, the, but you wanted to play it. Look, I believe I said something to the effect of, holy shit, it's got fucking holograms. Play it now. <laughs> yeah. And that was 2014 you said that. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome looking. I mean, it's a terrible game. Like, yeah. there's no really great laser disc games. I mean, like, unless you got that, what was it, the the LD50 or whatever <laughs> that you, you plugged in the back of your uh, laser active or whatever. Yeah, the laser active, could, uh-huh. You yep. can control a space invader over a fucking visual yeah. laser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are amazing. <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah, laser disc games I'll always have an affection for just because I could never have them. Dragon's Lair, it's not a good game. No. it's beautiful i love it like it's, yeah. it's great like it's for what it is like it, it had a short shelf life like because the they broke life. a lot and because they were shit like and after <laughs> you start playing them for five minutes you'd be like oh wait a minute i'm essentially doing a chapter select here uh-huh. <laughs> you die within three seconds and you're like i spent a fucking dollar to play this game a yeah. dollar no, when they were in the arcade, we would crowd around someone that was going to beat it. Yeah. So but you got to remember, I was like six trying to yeah, play. Yeah, I know, I know. So and it wasn't very intuitive, and it did cost a dollar at yeah. the Spaceplex arcade. Yeah. So I dropped four tokens in this thing, die within like you know ten seconds. And yeah. I was like, I just fucking wasted a dollar. Because they flipped the screen on you. You think you know the pattern, and they flipped the screen, and and then you lose. And I was forty when this came out, so I have a good memory. <laughs> It had to be successful enough to warrant the sequel because there was two. There was yep. Dragons, Dragons Lair one and two, so it, it initially made some money. Oh yeah, I believe that was like the wasn't like Dragons Lair when that came out caused an actual shortage of a certain uh, type of coin, quarters oh. or something like that. Like it, it actually caused a national shortage. I didn't know about that. I knew about the uh, the yen with Pac Man, but I or oh. was it Space Invaders? But I never heard no, that. Dragons. I've Lair. heard a story that apparently the U.S. Mint had to start making more. <laughs> 
because wow. of Dragon's Lair. And that Let's was the never stop them in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There are tons of handheld and these versus games. Like I'm, I'm looking right now at my Bambino Incorporated, <laughs> 1979 Knock 'Em Out Boxing, which mm. was a two-player boxing game where you could box a computer. It's basically like a Tiger handheld, except yeah. that it's done with LED instead of the LCDs. And a game that I talked about way early in our arcade weeklies, which was, of course, Turtles. Yeah. And I actually have the uh, handheld version of Turtles. So what do you it, like it? Yeah, because right. um, the arcade game of Turtles is absolutely horrible. So you can imagine playing it with little dots that are supposed to represent turtles <laughs> you oh want to hear God, a dopey gotta, kid story i gotta turn this off <laughs> <laughs> i like it actually and it reminded me of this dopey kid story uh we're in elementary school and me and a bunch of friends decide that we're going to start a video game company i think we're in the third or fourth grade and this is our ingenious idea we're going to collect everybody's tiger handheld <laughs> games uh, we're going to crack them open and we're going to swap out the backgrounds mm-hmm. and we're going to spray paint them and then retitle the games and <laughs> sell them to other kids on the playground. We ruined about eight of them. No one bought them. And uh, our parents were pretty pissed off. You're never getting one of these again. What did you do to it? <laughs> God, those are so shitty. They were. They were really bad. That's oh why we didn't God. care about ripping them open, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> Frankenstein them together. I just imagine you trying to sell one, you man, you're going, wait a minute, you telling me you don't want to play Rad Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> For the names we came up with, but really, that's all it was. We would spray paint the cases, different colors, and the buttons, because they were pretty easy to disassemble. And then we would pull apart the little piece of, I don't know, mylar that was in the back to make the background, and just swap them between games. They were shit and yeah. i was surprised uh, they actually they did turn on and work but <laughs> it just had a different color and different background a few years ago myself and a friend we were in a charity shop and we found the barcode battler yes and, and he bought it and like when he got it home he sent me all these pictures because apparently some kid had been making like like it was complete in box and uh, some kid had made his own what's called barcode, barcode uh-huh. villains Oh my, they were fantastic. I believe one was just called the Grabbler, and he had a big hand. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying to my buddy, I was like, going, you know what, if you ever die, I'm going to make sure, well, he will die, but um, I was like, I'm going to make sure that that's like front and center at your funeral, and I'm going to go, this was his favorite thing. Look at all the custom characters he made. <laughs> he dedicated hours of his life to this stuff. And that's his true legacy. And let's not forget the Tiger handheld barcode reader of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was one that I did buy and would play quite often. Mm. But they already gave you the better barcodes with it, which is stupid. Because there was a shortage of this certain type of soup in Japan when some of these uh, barcode battlers came out. I think they could bring that back now. Think you know, so? With, with a handheld like a 3DS or the iPhone, yeah, I mean, all those devices can take a picture now and scan a barcode. Oh, it's uh, true. I, I think it's a cool little gimmick thing. Well, they did do that for uh, Lego oh, Ninja. You used, you have, you'd have to go to the store and scan a Lego Ninja game, mm-hmm. uh, hoping that people would buy it. But you right. could just scan it right in the store. 
and then that would allow you to play the game better. And you know, people were kids were like, I can't play ninja because I don't. I said, go to the fucking store. It says you go to the store and you scan it, and then and then you can play. Do you think these amiibos are like the the lateral move or the evolution of this, the barcode thing? I mean, I know they're like collectibles with the 20s and 30 year olds, but is it that? Is it, instead of scanning barcodes now, it's buying the physical toy and plopping it on your device? I'm not familiar with amiibos, but I have th- these uh-huh. th- these Batman toys that you can put on, and you can play as different Batmans in the, the little kids games. Yeah, that, well, that's you know, that's this. If I'm sure now, quickly that you know about amiibos, you're probably going to bankrupt yourself going into <laughs> No, I do have some of those types of gimmicks. I just picked up Beyblade. If it was only like nine dollars, and it's the full game, I just picked this you got up. Ripped off. <laughs> but it's Beyblade for the Nintendo 3DS, so it's the augmented reality. Okay. You get a real top with it, and I haven't opened it yet, but. I can imagine that this should work pretty well. So, how the fuck? What was the fucking question? Oh, <laughs> oh games um, that we don't. What's your favorite terrible <laughs> game? <laughs> well, well, never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good question because it gave some good conversation. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. All right, now's the time of the show where the only reason we get to actually do this show is because Stinky, Stinky the Game Master, stays quiet the entire length of the show except for his one stinky question of course dubbed scratch and stink stinky are you ready for uh, your, your uh, monthly question fire away wiggly fire away wiggly sorry sounds a little out of breath yeah i have a sore <laughs> walking throat. up the stairs this one comes in from little billy he asks stinky how did you meet tt schmootkins oh, that's a great question yeah it's not bad well i got a letter from her one day saying that people said she looked like me and she was putting on a high school play she was going to star in it so i show up and no one can believe it because here's stinky the game master star of the carol burnett show and wait uh, a minute stinky you just said this is about vicky lawrence and carol you just said that you were carol burnett no well yeah well, no. All right, that, that's the last Carol Burnett question you're ever going to answer. Little Billy, please send in a question that is not actually directed at Carol Burnett. All right. Anyway, she came. We, I liked her so much, she, uh, I made her come on the show. All right. She doesn't look anything. Well, although there was that one time when you both had on those horrible blonde beehive wigs. Oh, twin sisters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Try to forget about that all the time, especially getting hit with the brick. Try to bring back my memory. Hey, that's it for Video Game Millionaires. Right? Right. Yeah, let's wrap this up. So there's the correct answers. Any other answers are incorrect, as always. We are the Video Game Millionaires. Uh, I forget the sign-off for this show. Diversify your portfolio. That's not bad. (laughs) Remember, until next time, send in your questions, because we won't have a show if you don't. Until next time. Millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) That's it.